Oh no, Sean's got no microphone, so I guess it's just me. (laughs) You idiot. Welcome. Welcome to the Hey Dimu podcast. Welcome to the only Dimu podcast. The only Dimu podcast. Are we too orange? No, nah, I don't think we're orange on here. You don't think we're orange on there? Nah. It's my laptop. I've got to get a microphone. Yeah, Sean's got to go and get a microphone. You guys know I was heaps busy. You couldn't see me. Yeah, did anything. you see how busy he was setting up? Um, did you clean the camera? I might not have. Could you do it? I could do it. He's, he's just been sitting here that whole time doing nothing. <laughs> well, I've been doing so much this whole time. I'm going to say hello to everyone while you set up. G'day, Carlos. Thanks for coming over from Insta. He came all the way over. You got something on your face. Got cri- oh, oh God, that's all. Cri- oh, there you go. All right. Our good mate from the D is it DCW podcast or DWC? DWC podcast is here. Yeah. Chris. What does DWC stand for? I never. Dirty. <laughs> is it D? Yeah, it's DWC. Uh, dirty Wangs. Can't. No. No. I think that sounds about Not right. Not the creativity we were looking for. No? Not okay. Don't worry we about it. Hey, Kira, thanks for coming. Did you like? Did you guys like watching us set up or would you rather the other screen where it's suspense? I think it's a little bit like... G'day, Sheree. Like, G'day, Sarah. G'day, like, Natty. behind the curtain. They're behind the curtain. Behind it's like the, the, it's the magic. Um, G'day, Adam. G'day, Brandon. I think that's... Oh, and Samuel. G'day, guys. What are you doing with your life, man? <laughs> Oh, yeah, it's over here. Guess what, guys? The kids went back to school today. Y'all ready for this? Back to school, mate. Back to school, mate. Back to school, mate. Back to school, mate. Turns out you need a degree to be a decent teacher, and that ain't me. Sometimes education is good. Um, yeah, we sent the kids back to school because it's been 12 days, I think, or 11 days of no cases in South Australia. Yep. And look, I'm a pretty shitty teacher. I'm not going to pretend I'm a good one. I'm a shitty teacher. I have a lot of patience and I have the know-how, but I just don't enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Um, however, I did enjoy spending the last two months hanging out with the kids. I did, I did, I did, I did, I did. Yeah, it was like an extra holiday on top of the holiday. It was like the holiday that the holiday we went overseas to have wasn't. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah, like the chill out part of it. The chill out part of it, yeah. I got you a bed here, Bimo. I got you a bed. Bed. No. Bimo, Bimo, your bed's here. You've got a bed now. You've got a bed here You've got your own bed. Come on. Oh, she's going around. She's oh, like, yeah, she's got, got it. She's got it. She's got it. Yeah. You've got your own bed. There you go. There you go. Oh. <laughs> Good girl. So we got Bimo her own bed yeah. because um, we got told that there's not enough Bimo in the there's podcast. There's not enough Bimo in the podcast. Um, so make sure you uh, pay much, much attention to Bimo. Bimo looks like extra orange yeah, today. Yeah, but it's not in here. It's not. It's not. Well, that's good. How's the freedom feel? You know, we literally mm. just got home. I had a conversation about conspiracy theorists on Facebook and now I'm here. So I literally haven't noticed. Yeah. 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 You dived right into that. I just jumped on in this morning. First thing I did when That's I woke up. That's a solid, up, solid hour. An hour. Roughly. You reckon? When did you start that one? When I got home from drop off. No, but when did you actually start that one? This morning. Yeah. When I woke up. Yeah. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah, I, 
How has it has it affected your mood at all? No, it, you know I, I mean? actually it was really good because okay. we ended up chatting on Messenger, yep. and we're organising to catch up to have a coffee to talk about it in person mm-hmm. because um, the person I was discussing it with was talking about how. Um, so, do you want me to explain the whole thing? Yeah. Okay. So somebody yes, shared a six minute, six minute mm-hmm. Facebook video, uh, vid- YouTube video mm-hmm. of a doctor talking about COVID stuff. Essentially, at the, by the end of the video, they were talking about nanotech, essentially. Yeah. They were talking about tracking and um, yep. tracking through vaccinations, yep. the apps, blah, blah, blah. Um, six minutes this video was. First half was all medical science, which he was really good at because he's a doctor. The second half got a little wishy-washy because he's obviously not a nanotechnology vaccines immunologist guy who knows he could be but i googled him he's not Mm -hmm. he's actually a doctor who's had his license revoked four times for unethical procedures with patients Mm -hmm. also for the sale of um drugs that he shouldn't have been selling which is fine look we're all for it what kind of drugs i'm not sure i haven't looked into it enough anyway so we got into this conversation and i said look the first part of this is great you know, he's a doctor, he's talking about immun- immunity, blah, blah, blah. He's talking about the virus and all that seems pretty accurate. And um, then when he starts to talk about the technology side, I'm like, wait a sec. For starters, he starts saying, how do you know? And then he starts again, how do you know? And blah, blah, blah. And it's like, but he's not telling us that he knows. He actually doesn't know either. And so my argument with this was, Yes, he is a doctor, but just because he's a doctor does not make him credible. Mm-hmm. He's lost his practicing license four times and he's a known conspiracy theorist. Here's a, here is a good example of Which that. Which is fine. Yeah, he is the president, but... Yeah, like, do you trust the president because he's the president? Mm. No. Apparently not. No. Apparently not. No. Mm. Um, so, like... When I, t- when I see these things, my instant... And you know what? The thing about conspiracy theories is I want them to be true. I want these conspiracies to be right. You do? I kind of do because I am at the Some heart. Of I'm them... a rebel. I rebel against it. I, I don't like conformity and I don't like materialism and I don't like capitalism. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. But you also don't like shittily presented collated collected information that's right so this video pretty much said the same bullshit that every other video i've seen this last two months Mm -hmm. except he's a doctor but he's not a scientist like he's not a scientist in nanotechnology and vaccines Mm -hmm. so then i was like but he yeah so the start of his video is strong and i'm like yeah cool you're a doctor that's cool this is just basic medical stuff yeah some of it's stuff that we learned in first year bio um but then he, and he goes on to further and I'm like, you start losing me here because you've got nothing to back this up. You're saying, how do you know? And then he's like, how would you know this? And how would you know that? But he doesn't actually offer a solution for that because he doesn't know either. Therefore, it's fear mongering in the same way that mainstream media is fear mongering the, the general public as well. Yeah, yeah. So these conspiracy theories that don't have any research to back up these claims are essentially the same fear mongering that Channel 9's doing, in my opinion. Like, what kind I'm, of doctor? He's a He's a... Pediatrician, not pediatrician, just a general doctor. A GP. Hmm. I think I I can double check that for you if you like. Let's fact check that. Let's fact check. Let's fact check that. Because I was going to say, I was going to give him some leeway because I was going to say like, you can be, you can now, you can literally become a doctor in Dungeons and Dragons. 
Yeah. You can do a PhD on Dungeons and Dragons and then you yeah. and then you can okay. put doctor at the front of your name. Osteopathic physician. Osteopathic. Osteopathic. It says Rashid Ali Butter is an American osteopathic physician, which osteo is bones. Mm-hmm. Conspiracy theorist and anti-vaccine proponent from Charlotte, North Carolina. He's known for his controversial use of chelation therapy for numerous conditions, including autism and cancer. This must be where his license got taken away. He, oh, he has been twice reprimanded by the Medical Board of Examiners for unethical treatment of patients and cited by the US Food and Drug Administration for illegal marketing of unapproved and unadulterated drugs. Mm-hmm. So two times, sorry. That was my misinformation. Here's the thing. I think people have a mix-up of... So if you go way, way back in time to like Giordano Bruno, right? Yeah. He was jailed for eight years because he came out and said that the planets don't revolve around the Earth. Mm-hmm. They revolve around the sun. Yes. And they practically called him like a heretic and yeah. they chucked him in jail for eight years mm. Like, it destroyed his life, but he wouldn't let up on it. Yeah. Now, he believed that because he had a dream about it. He had a dream in which he lifted the veil of our solar system and looked Mm. out beyond it and then could see that, like, there's more than just us here. Something Mm -hmm. came to him in a dream, right? Now, the people that were like, pish posh. No problem. Ha ha. Jail him. He's a fool. Right? They were, and look, because they're, if we, if you tell us like a story like I am right now, he's the protagonist, they're the antagonists, right? But at the time, yes, they were kind of being douches about it, but at the time they were kind of just going, uh, that's cool. We're not going to abandon all of our research and everything we think we know at this point because you had a dream. Yeah. Right. Which is fair. And yeah, and I don't believe that at any point during his, I think after Giordano Bruno died, it then was discovered oh, it was that he was up. accurate, right? That's sad. So yeah, but. <laughs> Poor fellow. And so it was one of those things where it was like much after the fact, it's like, oh shit, he was right. Anyway. Dang. So there's an example of, you just know, you have a feeling about something, you just know it to yeah. be true, right? Yeah. And um, that's great. And you might actually be right but mm. just going around and saying, saying that to people care. and then saying yeah but how do you know ain't enough it's not, not in today's world no. right and so that doesn't mean you have to be a scientist that doesn't mean you have to go uh like if you have an idea then you have to go and like enroll in university to see the idea through but basically the practice is this and this is why when doctors get all conspiracy, I get really confused because they've actually been through a seven to eight year process already where they've spent seven to eight years drilling scientific method, drilling critical thinking, drilling the process of this is how science works. You have an idea. Giordano Bruno, you have a dream. I think think this is how it is. Well, you don't try and prove it. You try and disprove it. You try and disprove it. And if you can't, you're probably right. Yeah. So this person that you were having an argument with, and this is what a lot of people... Conversation. So, and I'm kind of, I, I avoid the mainstream news, the mainstream media, but I will allow my ears to be pricked up by it from time to time yes. when you just can't avoid it. And I, and, and I want to, you want to know what's being said, even That's by right. the people that you deem idiots, shills, uh, sellouts, and you then, know, well, on, is... the, on, the, on the payroll, 
any of that stuff. You want to hear yeah. their information. The reason you want to hear that is because if you're like... <laughs> This, this woman was basically saying to you, like, well, I'm not one of the sheep listening to the news and downloading the government app and blah, blah, blah. Sheep, 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 sheep. Well, and it's it was like, more me talking about the sheep than her talking about the sheep. I had made a claim saying, like, you, you, you people post this stuff thinking that they're not, like, a, being a sheep, that they think this is different. No, nah, she actually this- used the word sheep. Oh, did she? Like, uh, to, towards you. Not to you, to you specifically, but she was talking about sheeple. Just following the teat of the economic system and whatever. Listen to the system. Listen to the authority. Blah, blah, blah. Sheeple, sheeple, sheeple. Um, And it's like you you think because you have an alternative opinion that you you picked up from other videos you watched that already had thousands of views and comments that you're not following something else? Like don't think 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 you're doing the same thing? The YouTubers are after views. That guy is a YouTuber. These people are YouTubers. Right. Making money off of their videos That's and like views. That's like pig tits guy. Pig tits. Yeah. Embracing it. Yeah. So this guy, he's got like a really controversial channel and it is all conspiracy theorist. Mm-hmm. So if you are a conspiracy not pig tits. theorist. We're not talking about pig tits guy We're not guy talking about anymore. pig tits die, guy. That's a different story for another time. But anyway, so what I was going to say yeah. is, is you get these people that are like, ah, oh, you know what? I don't even listen to that. I don't even read that. I don't even entertain that for a second. Yeah. I do not get any information from, from any of these places. And that makes me more informed because I'm looking for the alternative information. I'm looking, I'm, I'm asking looking the deeper. questions that people looking aren't deeper. asking, yeah. you know. Um, but you're not looking at all the information if you're denying the fact that there's exactly. information exists. That means that <laughs> you are only trying to prove what you think as right. right. And if you want to do that, if you, if, if you really believe in your theory yeah. or whatever, then you believe in it enough to challenge it with information That's that accurate. challenges it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah because yeah. if you're onto it, you should, through discourse and through, yeah, just through general discourse, hopefully if it's civil be able to stand on the strength of your concept because can as any you of us do that though really what do you mean i like i like well not online see, that's what i was going to say like like even on in person right like yeah. i could well, sometimes people lately, agree with you nothing, when they don't really well yeah like nothing is real to me anymore like her opinion and my opinion in my in my opinion are the same Except her real reality is real to her and her reality is real to me. Mm-hmm. And the realities is real. So nothing is actually real. Yeah. Like you're, you, you over there with your ideas and opinions are your ideas and opinions. Yeah. That's real for you. Yeah. What's over here is real for me. That makes it unreal for, for you. Uh, all of the things that you have got. Does that make sense? Well, she was... She didn't get mad at you. No, she's not mad. We're having a conversation. We can catch up. You're going to carry this on, yeah. Well, we're get, I don't know if she's social distancing. Maybe she thinks that the virus is man-made. But it's pretty much like this. And a bio warfare weapon. Sometimes people get really upset. So people identify themselves with the idea that they have. They think that it's a part of them, not realizing that, like, if you find out that an idea that you have is wrong, you're not a fuck up. You just let that one go. Yeah. Replace it with well, the better one. You know one, what right? though? That, and I'm open to the. I want. I want. Someone to be like, here's the evidence. Here it is. And I'll be like, you're right. You actually were right. They are going to put chips in us and follow us around and stop us from being able to do things. That is an inevitable thing that's going to happen anyway. That's not conspiracy. That's not like... like, Yeah, but they they don't want that. I know they don't. 
that's what they're saying. I know they don't. People didn't want bank cards. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. People didn't want ATM cards. People didn't want Facebook Messenger. Uh Uh-huh. People people didn't want to use PayPal. People didn't want to use... Yes. People don't want to use Tap and Go. If it's new... They don't want to use it. If it's new, all those people that... Well, not all of them. Because everybody's different. Hashtag but if it's not everyone. But if, but if it's new, then a whole bunch of old turnies are going to hate it. Well, except for vaccines, everyone. Well, no, sorry. If it's new, a whole bunch of alternies are going to be uh, very suspicious about it and then a whole bunch of parents are going to be like, oh, it's are dangerous. You going to get the, are you going to? So we don't get the flu shot. We never have. I've never had I the flu shot. I had a kid. Did you? Okay, mm. so I've never had... I don't even know if my vaccines are up to date, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never been vaccinated against the flu. I've n- only, I think, had the flu once. Did you get a needle when we were in high school? No, you I was away one. that day. Oh. I didn't get the Gardasil. I was like, fuck that. I'm not putting that shit in my body. What's that? Ended up with HPV and had to get my <laughs> cervix cut out. But whatever. Get the Gardasil Would vaccination. Would that have helped you? Yes. So, so HPV, yes. Yes, it would have. Oh, no. So HPV can be trans, is easily transferred between partners all the time. And so especially for young people, multiple, when you're having partners um, and you're, you're, it changes something in the inside, which causes the cells to double and regenerate, whatever. Mm-hmm. The Gardasil vaccine that boys and girls get, mm-hmm. um, so boys can pass it on, but they don't have symptoms of anything. And it's, it's really quite a harmless. It's What's like it cold sore, HPV. What's it called when when you have a virus but you don't have symptoms, but you asymptomatic, right? Yeah, and so, <laughs> so I've. But then fast forward to and this and this vaccine, right, is supposed to stop or like alter or change or like minimize the HPV virus from causing cancerous cells, blah blah blah. Hmm. So I didn't have it. Now, how many times have I had problems with cervical cells that are abnormal? Many. Whole, I still have like most of our relationships since I first, many, really. since, since, since we, since since we Leto, had Leto. Yeah. So since I've had Leto, I have had pap smears and appointments and I've had surgery once or twice. Once. Once. One surgery. They did two surgeries and the one. Yes. Go. So I had surgery to have you got a combo precancerous deal. cells removed because they uh, went from being a low cancerous uh, precancerous cell to a higher cancerous cell within six months. Had that taken out, but I still have abnormal cells. Mm-hmm. Had I had the HPV Gardasil vaccine, may I not have had these problems? Mm. Probably. Mm-hmm. Probably not. Mm. You know? So will you be getting the COVID vaccination? We haven't talked about this. What if they put nanotech in your COVID and then they track you? And but then they, they know can, when you go to the bakery and get them a cronut. They already know where I am. I know. That's right. They're looking at. And they this is the part. They already know that. They yeah. already know. You think they don't know where you are. You think if they want you, they can't find you. They got your bloody rego on file. Come on, man. They've got your facial recognition. Facebook gave it to him. You helped them have that. <laughs> yeah. And that's the thing. Like, unless you're doing dodgy shit, which some of us are. We wouldn't always want them to be following us. So this is where, so the argument for that is, is yes, but who defines what is dodgy and what the punishment for it is? Do you think that they're going to put nanotech in our COVID vaccines though? Can they do that? Can they do that? Have they been out? That's tiny. I would be very surprised if nanotechnology is there yet. If. I don't know anything about it. 
nanotech. Yeah. It's just basically like microscopic, microscopic. Chips. So in uh, like a fantasy version of nanotech is, you know, Iron Man's suit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you know how like it can change shape at will and stuff and he can uh, like put his arm out yeah, and yeah. it'll turn into a big shield or something or like literally change because he, he's got this armor of metal on and then infinity war he gets the like the nanotech version mm. and um it's basically it kind of works like a robotic symbiote you know like venom mm-hmm. but instead of being a robot it's nanotech and yeah. nanotech is tiny 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 they're almost like little nanotechnology cells that can like communicate with each other and form together and you know it's like, like maybe i need to become a nanotech technician um big hero six yeah. Remember Big Hero 6? And then in he had those little, oh, yeah, yeah, those the little, little black things. They were nanotech and you put them all together and then they can... Like magnets. Kind of like that. Cool, cool, yeah. cool. Like that's the, the Your mum said you idea. need to have it to protect those you come into contact with like us oldies. Well, yeah, that's the thing though, Nanny. So there's a lot of people saying that there's a bit of like, do you really want the COVID app? Like the way that I don't have the flu shot. Nobody knows that I don't have the flu shot yet. I'm coming into contact with people all the time. The thing about the vaccine is... That Especially if some of us need to get it. Well, here's how a, a vaccine works by giving you a small yeah, dose, dose of, of the, the virus itself. Yeah. You build up antibodies. Now you have an immunity. Yeah. But I don't know. Do but they? You, I haven't been following any of the medical research along. But if you get COVID, along. do you need the vaccine? If you've already had COVID and you've built up the antibodies, then you won't need the vaccine. Oh, so you just get tested for antibodies if you get the right? antibodies. Does anyone actually know? Like if you've had COVID, does... Because I know there's a lot of research and no one actually knows whether you can be reinfected or whatever. But mm-hmm. if you have a vaccine... Where's Simon? I haven't seen him for a while. Yeah, Simon. Where's, where's Simon Says? checker, Simon? He knows. He knows this shiz. Um, w- wait. Hang on. Wait. What the hell? Wait, I lost my train of thought. Oh, God. Um, I was going to say that... Uh, will they push the button on a vaccine so fast? Before that they've really had an opportunity to actually know, like, its effectiveness. Well, people are, people are getting frustrated about the vaccine. Oh, yeah, I know you're talking about the vaccine. Aren't we still, well, like, years off that? Well, yeah, that's what I thought. But they're obviously going to try and develop it quicker. But why Apparently is me getting the vaccine for the flu any different to me not getting the vaccine for COVID? If they're saying that, especially people like myself... I'm healthy. I don't have any pre-existing conditions that we are aware of. Because Would I that think mean I'm not re- healthy? Because I think we are really meant to abandon this idea that you that that you can compare this to the flu right now. Are we supposed to be doing that? I think so. Okay. Like that, but people get real upset oh, about Kalanison. that. Like, uh, what's his name? Dr. Drew Pinsky had to move house because yeah. he compared COVID to the flu. That's right. That's right. Oh no, we're gonna get cancelled. <laughs> we're fucked. Um, Quick move house. Can't afford it. My my thing is, is so yes, that we'll be getting it. I will do whatever I have to do. That's I will do th- what I have to See, do. See, this is the thing. So, so one of the arguments that um, this acquaintance of mine made in the comment was like, "What about the people who will lose their jobs because they don't get flu vaccines?" And I'm like, "Well, obviously that job's not for them. <laughs> get another job." Yeah. Where you're allowed to not have a, a mandatory flu vaccine. Like if you don't like that, 
then don't work there. I know you will lose your job and that sucks, but there are more jobs. There will be other jobs. And that might be an incredibly idealistic, naive way thing to say, but like if you're so against against the flu vaccine and you don't want to keep your job, then you need to realign your priorities and figure out where the priorities lie for you. Do you want to eat or do you want to die? In that that vein, and of course, we'd be like, well, of of course I don't want that. That would put me into a financially hardship position. Um, We're all in that position. I'm like, I'm like, if you, if you're so anti-establishment that you're like, I'm not, I'm not getting this vaccine. I'm not downloading that. I'm not blah, 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 blah. (laughs) Then like, I'm, I'm then, then you're workplace like you should probably telling take, you that yeah. you can't work there without that is exactly what you want that's the type you're down for that isn't it like that's the type of liberation you're you're, <laughs> you're all after. for you get to finally have that moment when you go well then i'm out of here i'm gonna live on the grid because yeah <laughs> me and my values are leaving yeah. you know and everyone's just waves you and your values goodbye yeah catch you later yeah have fun dying Someone of corona. Someone <laughs> is dying to be the be able to be able to be the first one to put their hand up and say, "My life was destroyed because I didn't take a vaccine." Like someone, people want that. Some people's lives are destroyed because they don't have access to vaccines. Mm. Like heaps of people are dying because they don't have vaccines in the more difficult countries to live in. I think there's a massive fucking ego thing that goes on with. I think people. People this get... is all just our opinion, by the way, guys. Yeah, we're just people. None of this is real. We're just we people with no authority over anything. In fact, we could be completely wrong. We're just shooting this shit, man. Mm. If you think we're wrong, maybe we are. But Do I've had a dream about it wrong, and I'm pretty us. I'm pretty on to it. It came to me in a dream. You had a dream last night that I left you. That was the night before, yeah. I did. Are you okay? I am now. Um. So a few comments. I just want to... Go, go, it's go. on topic. Go. <laughs> Kalana said, dude. Did you think I was going to tell you off then? For what? For for diving into the comments. Yeah, I've, yeah. I've been very careful. You clarified yourself then. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Dude, imagine using nanotechnology you're to heal people of afflictions. Are you? I think you're more on thin ice than me, mate. Or even using it to attack cancer cells. Jasmine says, I think the antibodies will prevent reinfection for, for between two months and two four months and two years after someone recovers from COVID. Ah, oh, cool. That's good to know. Uh, they don't know yet about immunity, says Cherie. There is a little evidence that you may have immunity after being infected for a short period of time for around two years, yeah, which is kind of what Jasmine was saying. Um, yeah, Cherie was rejected a job for not getting a flu shot. Did you want that job anyway? Yeah. You know, like, they sound like a bunch so of dicks. So they're trying to force my mum to get a flu shot. My mum, last time my mum got a flu shot, it actually seized her whole shoulder up. Whether that was a result, it directly happened afterwards and she resisted. She couldn't use her shoulder. Could that have been a reaction to, to the, the metal shots. in the needle? Cortisol shots for a couple, like every three months in her shoulder, but she could hardly use it. She got frozen shoulder. So she was like this weird arm thing. Whether that's related or not, she doesn't know, but she doesn't want to risk it again because it, it messed up her life. You need a good servicing, Nanny Bird. You need a service. <sighs> yeah. All right, get your oils changed. Similar to the immunity, you get to some common colds which are caused by other coronavirus strains. That's right. Mm. So, yeah, that's – and so I've never had the 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 flu vaccine. Mm-hmm. But I also don't work around people who might die if I get the flu. Yeah. When I say I'll do what I have to, I mean I won't do what I'm told to do. So you're going to just do But I'll do what it. I know I have to. No, I'm not going to just do it. I'll, I'm going to wait. As long as you can. See what happens. Yeah. There's nothing... Like if they come to your house, two cops rock up at your door and drag you down the street, guess you're getting vaccinated, you know? 
But like until they're dragging me down the street, then I'm all right. Until that's when I know the freedom thing has become a problem is when people are delegating what I can and can't do within my own home and within my own. I don't think you really have to worry about that, though, because um, and this kind of goes back to social social constructivism. Is that what it's called? Don't know. Social. That's not the right word. Can't remember. Michael Foucault's book, Crime and Punishment. Yeah. Uh, His whole thing about how, like, uh, if the if if the if the government sets up a society uh, correctly, that society will govern itself without them having to use enforcement because Mm. they'll use social. uh, like social dynamics to enforce things. So like this conversation we're having right now, the, yeah. you can already tell there's an air in it of socially like the wills and won'ts. And uh, there will be some people already considering like who they will and won't have in their life as a result. That's not mm. the government doing that. That's people. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. It's pretty deep. Yeah. It's interesting. Like, and I are you want scared of what? any of this are you scared no i'm not scared look i i am i will be not surprised if these if the 5g thing is true like if in 10 years time they actually do studies on it and it's true like i'll be like yeah fair enough but that is the progression of our world Mm. we we cannot we cannot push these things down because we need them at the same time like yeah 5g might cause certain health problems blah 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 but think about the advancements in technology that that will enable us to have to make our world better, to understand it better, to actually fix the problems that 5G have. We might need 5G in the first place. So in order for us to eradicate the problems that 5G might present with 10 years down the track, we actually need 5G to actually <laughs> access the information and the like planet, mm-hmm. the world, the information in the world to combat uh, and try and make it work better with the population on the planet. Yeah. You know, like, so all of these things that we're adding in are progressing us forward. And while they might have consequences, the consequences will be undone the further knowledge we create for ourselves. Mm. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, adding to the have to, mm. have to, if, if, if I believe that, so it's, I don't just mean in terms of authority of have to, but if I also believe that by not doing so that I am genuinely putting other people at risk, yes. yeah, then that means something to well, me. Yeah. So if someone says, to, if they say to me, you will not be able to see your gran if you don't get the COVID vaccination, I'll get the COVID vaccination yeah. because seeing my gran is far more important to me than my values and my agenda. Yeah. Um, if, if your parents were like, you need to go and get yourself a um, – flu shot because we don't want you to be around us anymore i will get the flu shot when um my friend had a baby if she wanted me to get any vaccination at all i will get those vaccinations because my relationships with my family and my friends are more important than my sometimes than this agenda that i have or the little weird ideas that i have in my head that i don't actually know the full extent of every different every different like country society village Mm. all of them have their own Cultures, all of them have their own, um, have their own, sorry, their own fees. Yes. No matter where you live on this planet, 
whether you were born there or whether you went there. There is a price to pay. There are, there are prices for all of these things. We're, like we th- in South Australia, we don't get half the gigs Melbourne does. Well, we think we <laughs> we only think that we pay for things with money, but we don't. We pay for things. There is there is there is so much more involved yes. in the exchange of our economy, whether it be economically or just socially, that goes into all of this. Mm. You know, so there it's are prices payment. that you pay. You know, so. At the moment, in the current climate of the way things are in the world, we live in a place where potentially, if you want to go and see your gran, that you have to run the risk of getting a nano chip shot. Look, I'll get a nano chip. Knowing full well that whether I've got whether I have whether I unknowingly have a nano have technology in my body, it probably make me a superhero. That if anybody wants to find me, they will. You probably could. I just tell you where I am. <laughs> Where'd you go? Yeah, like if you really, if the government called me up, and they were like, we really need to know where you are, mm-hmm. and I'll be like, why? Mm-hmm. And they're like, just cause. Mm-hmm. I'll be like, I'm at my house. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, where's that? Oh, don't worry, we can look it up. Uh huh. Actually, we can look on your Instagram and figure out exactly by the time stamping and the locations on the what's it called, the metadata IP thing, exactly where your home is. Like they can find you. That's mm-hmm. how they found. What's that guy? Don't fuck with cats. Yeah. People on the internet track down a murderer faster than the faster authorities than the own- did. Yeah, that's right. They will find you, whether they have nanotech in their vaccinations or not. Yeah. In fact, maybe they'll just call you up and ask you actually, because my friend, she's on um people. She's on forced quarantine at the moment because she has to go back to work in a high risk area. Um, and she got con- an email saying like, we just want to confirm this is where you are. And she had to like email them back and be like, yes, this is the address that I'll be staying at. So like, they're just asking, you know, they're just, they're not even checking, like they're not coming there. They're just men- emailing you and checking. Mm. Like, are you here? Yeah. yeah, I'm here. Yeah. yeah. And if you're not there, then get back there. And if not, then you're probably going to be in trouble. But like. So what about the freedom? What about the, what about the freedom that's been taken from us all? What all is the freedom? the freedom? I don't really know. I didn't know what she meant when she said that to me because I don't feel like my freedom was taken away because I live such a mediocre existence. <laughs> Thanks for pointing that out, Tanya. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I, and I guess that people are talking about their freedoms in the vaccination sense. Um, I don't know. Yeah, but people like, would, I saw people getting fined. upset about their freedoms before the, before the vaccine conversations and all that sort of stuff, before the COVID-19 app, before that. Do you think that, that they mean by like, you know, getting fined for going to. They just literally mean being drive. told like, like how many people can gather at a time you know, like how, you know, all of the little restrictions about when we were, you know, trying to figure out, because it was confusing as well. And we're trying to figure out like how, like how many people from my house am I allowed to be with at one time? All of them? I'm not really sure. How many people can come over to my house? One. One? Is that? I wonder if the people who are conspiracy theorists aren't following social distancing rules and are allowing their friends over because it's a, it's not real. Some some people think the virus is is just made up. Some people don't even believe that there's a virus. I'm open to that too. Um, some people think that the virus is man-made and is made, created for a bio-weapon, which it's worked quite well. It's shut down our economy. And they're also saying that our economy has been shut down on purpose. Um, I think it's a bio-weapon, but I think it's a planetary bio-weapon. Yeah, I, don't I, think, think it's, I think nature did that. Yeah. Nature's like, you know what? You guys are wankers. <laughs> Here's the thing, right? In Like, like <laughs> the planning and just the, like, 
fucking expert execution mm. involved in in putting a fucking uh, uh put putting a like if you want to look at COVID nineteen as a conspiracy, mm. the mastery involved in pulling something oh, like that off magnificent. Now, um, <laughs> <laughs> who has that much faith in our government's ability to pull this something is, off that this well? This is one of the things that I'm wondering. I'm any like, government, can't... any one of them, any single one of them, because I'm... I'm pretty sure the main complaint for the longest time ever about any government is, is that they can't get their shit together. These guys are fucking idiots. <laughs> The fuck are they doing? How'd they fuck that up? How'd they fuck this up? Why do you think that they're going to all of a sudden be... <laughs> they can't even get it right. Like expert plan execution. Like yeah. ex- executors. Global as well. Like they can't even work with China, right? So why do you <laughs> think that they're going to be able to plan a global pandemic? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Hello, Rebecca. Um, I was going to say something else on that because it was funny. Yeah. Uh, Jasmine said, I'm not downloading the app out of spite. Me too, actually. Yeah. <laughs> I won't give the libs the satisfaction of using their app, but still got a flu shot. Good girl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look, it's, it's, and it's, you know, pick your battles. Like I, I'm not getting my flu shot. I'm, I'm, I'm not getting the app, but I also believe that the virus is real. And I believe that it was nature created because it's trying to wipe humans out because it wants its planet back. And I think that it's just it's trying to out, get. It's worked out pretty well for the planet. It, you is, know? And- it is not unknown it is not. It is a like. It is a fact, a scientifically proven fact that our older generation are taking up a lot of resources. Sorry, grannies. Mm-hmm. I love you, and I don't want any of you to die. But that is. It, it's supposed to go like this. That is a fault of our own ingenuity. Yes. Um. It's supposed to go like this. This is how the pyramid works, and then like all us young ones down here, and as the older ones get older, they die off, and it allows you know more places think, for us. Do you young know what ones. I think that is? But now it goes like this. Is it actually wait for the shape? It goes like this. It's a cross, like the Jesus cross. That's how it goes. There's a big chunk here of um, like there's a small population up here. It actually goes like a cross now. Mm. In because, dispersion. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do you know what I think Hello, that it is? Alec. Do you know what I think that it is? What is it? Here's what the message is. What is it? Here's what the message is. I'm ready. Right? right. People are like, the message is slow the fuck down. Stop industri- like stop the industrial revolution. Stop the economy. Stop all of this like big grandiose living, flying around fucking boats and shit and yeah, filling up the shit with whatever bullshit. and blah blah. I don't think that's the message. No. I think the message is yes, there's too many of you here. I don't think the message uh, so this is kind of weird because I'm kind of talking about the planet as though it's like got an agenda, which it does. It has its, its own agenda. It's doing its own thing. All the fucking time. All by itself. All the time. Just like us. All right. Um, we, which is you creating could think tension. You population as a planet. I don't think. So then people will be like, because everyone, uh, we've had friends that are like, I'm not having kids because I'm not adding to the population, you know, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I don't think the message from, like, if this is a message from nature, I don't believe that the message is there's too many of you. Stop breeding. Stop, uh, stop excelling. Because... This planet made us too, and everything that we do on it is part of the natural progression of, of it, it yeah. right? We are just buds that grew out off this thing, right? There's also Literally. other ideas that maybe that there was some interference from but even if there out was, there. But hey, that's, they put us here. Well, out there is part of the same universe as in here, so it's all part of the same fucking soup, right? The message is not 
slow down and stop being brilliant. Consumerist it's, bastards. It's, it's shift your attention Internal. of your brilliance from filling up every crevice of this planet and use your fucking brains to figure out how to get off of it mm. and get out there. There's mm. not enough room for you else. to grow here. Get out there. Right. Off think, the planet. You think that it's trying we, to get us, get rid of us. That is all we're trying to do here. We are meant yeah, and what? destined to be interplanetary beings. That is the whole purpose, in my view, of the inevitable uh, amalgamation of organic and uh, artificial life. Mm. That's the whole purpose. You think that we're supposed to just be... Traveling. I don't think we're meant to evolve into necessarily <laughs> like cyborgs or machines or whatever. Yeah. But the, the only like, but there's gonna have to be some sort of like sentient artificial intelligence that we can send out there to have a look, to scavenge, to research, to find a way back, to bridge us from here to there. Where I don't. So we can leave this one so this one can regenerate and we can come back later? Well, because we keep fucking fighting about space here, but we're meant to be inhabiting space out there. We keep arguing about that's my spot, that's my country, that's my city, this is my culture, we live this way, we do that. Buildings should only be this tall, blocks of land should only be that large. You can't have it. Yeah. Yeah. Get off the planet, shift your attention away from trying to fu- because all of the greatest technology mm. is developed for military purposes yeah and now the military don't want to fight anymore because they don't want to catch colds <laughs> hey yeah don't you get don't off you, the planet don't you, get off <laughs> don't you minimize the problem get off all right so some comments here yeah all right you ready your mum says my theory is it's nature we are living too long and overpopulated nature is sorting us out. That's kind of what I think too, Nanny. Even though I don't want you to die, it will be the worst day ever when my parents and in-laws die. Um, I kind of kind, kind of, kind of tend to agree with that. Um, and, and that's part of the flaw in our, our advance in technology is that we've created these – you're spilling coffee everywhere. We've created these situations where we are able to live for stupid amounts of time. Um, Rebecca Parker says, Alec is here too. Hey, Alec. What up? Heard much about you. Mm. He thinks we're funny. Neeks. He's like a Like the movie Interstellar with Matthew McConaughey. Exactly. Yeah, that's exactly. right. Yeah. Cherie says, I guess the app is more for contact tracing to help the health department. Yes, I understand that. But a lot of people are saying, but they're going to sell it to the police. They're not going to sell it to the police. The police don't care. They're busy smoking all your weed that they confiscated. <laughs> it's not on all that stuff. Doing all your coke, coke yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're not really doing that, I'm sure some of yes, them. Yes, they are. They are. Every single one. Every single one, one of them. <laughs> except Hashtag for the not ones, all cops. Except for the ones that let me off with a warning every now and yeah, then. Yeah, they're not them ones. Not those not ones. Those they're ones. the good ones. So you can you, trust them. You can it, trust the ones that are nice uh, to me. So it, it'll, it, so you don't have to remember and write down who and where you've been, which is good. I do agree. I think that's good. She didn't say that. I did. You're right. Government can and will find you anyway, regardless of the app. It's probably... Instead help, of us downloading an app, fast. the government should just follow us all on social media. <laughs> They'll know what's up. Yeah, they know where They'll we've They'll know been. where we are. They know where we've been. Yeah. Um, yeah. Humans destroying nature. We should have more respect for our natural world. <laughs> and Verica Parker said, did Sean have a sweary coffee this morning? I have a new lease on life and I Yeah, you've been am, away back. Yeah, you, you haven't back. been around for a while. This is new, Sean. I've, I've come out of a chrysalis for a little bit. Look, However, we, we came to the conclusion you're a little bit manic. 
I'm totally bipolar. I am totally Your bipolar. Your sister was right after all. Fuck. I hate it when I have to admit that. See? I think I totally am bipolar. I yes. think Can I, I talk about the reasons why on. this is? Go. Okay. So, over the years. So, I have a diagnosis of bipolar, but we've been arguing for the last five years that I that we believe I was misdiagnosed. I don't think. Carry I on. don't think that. The only reason I went with your misdiagnosed, that you thought you were misdiagnosed is because you didn't believe you were misdiagnosed, but I was The only reason I thought I was misdiagnosed is because when I got off the meds, it was easier to deal with. So, but I was like, well, were... the meds didn't work, so I clearly must not have the thing but i just think the meds are shit (laughs) the meds just didn't work for you and it was just a um a management of diet and life choices that would treat help treat your mental health so i've been doing and and hang on i haven't finished talking okay okay okay. fucking hell shut up (laughs) so throughout the years sean has sean has often had a lot of mental health problems and so every now and then sean will get Super, super motivated. So motivated, in fact, that it is just go, go, go. And he's just going, thinking, talking, writing idea machine. music. He's up, up, up. Great with the kids. Not just me. Happy. I'm like scrolling the news feed and I see like one of my friends, they're he's doing a thing and I'm like, him. that's it. I've got the next five years of their social media campaign worked out. I know exactly what they do. Yeah. All they, if, if they would just let me take, I would, bah, yeah. Yeah. And then so, you know, over the last couple of cycles and so Sean generally, it runs in cycles. <laughs> <laughs> dirty bok choy. And so, yeah, there was no dirty bok choy this morning. Um, and so every now and then I will notice that Sean will become super motivated and obsessive, obsessive with certain things. Hyper-focused. Hyper-focused. Yes. Um, and when I talk about this mania, it's not, yeah, like you pep everyone up. I can literally stand across from him and why I wake up in the morning and I can feel his energy and I know it's not mine because it is weird. It's like this excited, like pent up. It's like full on, like you're about to go and perform on stage. That's what I feel like when you're feeling like that. Anyway, Mm. so the other night I, it finally dawned on me. I am doing that. Yeah. So it finally dawned on me the other night because I was like sitting there and he's like ranting at me and I think it was the night before. Last night. It was the night before. Night before, yeah. Yeah. And so what happens is that Sean will start doing that and I'll be like, oh, Sean's doing really well. He's really good. Um, but then he stops sleeping very well. He mm-hmm. starts staying up till 4 a.m. Mm-hmm. And then um, he'll keep doing that. And then because he's staying up late, he's, he's not eating right because he didn't eat breakfast in the morning because he wasn't hungry because he slept so late and blah, blah, blah. And then that feeds on into so then he's not eating well, so he's not looking after himself. And then so he's not even sleeping either. But he's super motivated, super going. Everything's going great until one day. It all crashes because Sean hasn't been sleeping, because Sean hasn't been eating, because Sean's not been looking after his mental health, because Sean doesn't know that he's manic. <laughs> yeah, it's because I'm Icarus. So this was, but this last, because I've been following this obviously for a while and silently keeping track in my head of the cycles of mania and what's happening around it. And So you've been secretly for a while in your head being going, you fucking are crazy. Yes. You are fucking crazy. Yes. Right. But not in the like, th- this is not the kind of craziness that is going to get in your way. So the, mm. the thing that the, the best part about, about harnessing. this, it is about managing your behavior and mm-hmm. it is about managing your mental health and your diet and your sleep. Mm-hmm. And this is where it falls on me because I have to actually like 
parent you a little bit when you're manic. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't mind it because I know that I can do that for you. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas before I was not able to even recognize it. But over yeah. the last couple months specifically, I have started to notice the bit of a trend. Like when we're sitting together the other night and we're talking and you realize that I'm going like this. Yeah, he's rocking in his chair. And I was like, How about and this it's 10.30 at night. this one? Yeah, coming up with ideas, like ruminating on the same ideas. Um, So whilst I think that a lot of the times in the past we have fallen flat because I've not always recognized, like it's only been the last probably three, I'm going to say three times that I've started to notice more of a pattern in it because I've been looking for it because the motivation that you get during this time is magnificent. Mm. But it's so gung-ho that you're not doing any of the other things, which leads to your downfall. So if we can manage your behavior and your diet and your sleep better, then you'll be able to hold on to the motivation, but not in like, so it's, you're up here and we need to try to do things to keep you down. Like not the base. You just need to sit in the middle and have breaks. I don't think it's that I can't, that I can't like, I think the whatever heights I reach I think that's okay if I hit those peaks, mm. but I think it's in the problem with those. And the reason I mentioned the story of Icarus is that, so if you don't know the story of Icarus, he's got wings of clay mm-hmm. uh, and he's flying along. And he, the warning was don't fly too close to the sun. Your wings will melt mm-hmm. and you'll crash into the water. Die. So he does get so excited and so just like thrilled by, by what he's doing mm-hmm. that he does fly too close to the sun. And then Did anyone show him how close out. to the sun was? I don't know. Um, and so what well, I take from that really? in terms of my own like creativity or yeah. whatever, because it's usually like creativity based, Yes, is I get like close to the source, you know, like the source of like where it, yeah, comes, where it comes from. from. Yeah. You get very connected. It's from, it's, fr- it's from the collective unconscious. It's, it is a thing that is not unique to me. I believe everybody has access to it i just believe not everyone can articulate it yes you know Mm. and so i have over the last year been really work so i mean i've been working on this really like kind of intently for the last half a decade i'm gonna say five years five years or so um and which keeps like I keep peeling off these other layers, mm. you know, and a lot of these layers are like con- conditioned, conditioned by myself, conditioned from whatever expectations people had of me or whatever expectations I thought people had of me, mm-hmm. which manipulates the expectations that I have of myself. Yeah. And so this last year has really been about me getting rid of anything that isn't fuck yeah for me, you know, like just, uh, and the reason that I bring some of those things in is, and it, and I think a lot of people can relate to this is I got to stop doing this thing that is is me because I got to do some some of the things that I have to do you know like so people are talking about like before we're talking about like this the removal of freedoms and things like that mm. and I think what people are having an issue with is not that their freedom has been taken away from them mm-hmm. but it the the feeling of the, that the hopelessness that comes with that yeah, it's just well, nobody likes being told what to do. No one's no one good at it. We In all fact, we'll do the opposite. Just repel that. Them. Yeah, we can't help it. We're just like we're just geared that way. 
Unless you're not, and then that's you, you you know, but (laughs) that's not the majority. Yeah. Um, And so I have been like, you know, so I went and tried to become a counselor and a therapist and stuff, which like many of the other things that I've tried, I was good at. Yeah. Um, And because I was good at it, people tell you you're good at it and then you want to do it more because you're like, I've had this weird thing where like I've tried to be for everyone. If I'm impressing you, then I'll do more of that thing that impressed you because I just need to be for everyone. And so now I've finally got around to this point where I'm like, I don't have to be. For anyone, yeah, actually, yeah, you um, need to start positively reinforcing yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I have been, like, I'm, I'm like a little bit arrogant at the moment. You are a little, you know, that's your mania. I got, I got tickets on myself yeah. a little bit at the moment, but it's working out. I think that um, the, there's, the, there's actually, I think sometimes backing yourself and having the confidence in yourself and your abilities can sometimes people get a little bit funny and think that that's like being up yourself. Yeah. And in in the 90s, knowing that you're attractive and saying that you were was seen as like, you're a bit up yourself, aren't you? Mm-hmm. But why? If you are typically an attractive person or if you are typically good at something, why are you not allowed to voice that and be like, no, I am good. I'm good. Yeah, because you meant, you meant to be humble. So in, humble. In some but what if way. you're like, I'm attractive, but I'm also a really nice person. Yeah. I'm attractive. I'm I'm good at this and I am also a great mother. Yeah. Well, you know? it's like when Joe Rogan talks about UFC fighters and he's talking about like, because a lot of people talk to him about like this, you know, they think they're going to compete and stuff like this and get into it. And, and um, Rogan's been an experienced competing martial artist, like majority of his life. And mm-hmm. he's, he's seen the difference between when someone's really serious about being a competitive fighter and when someone's like just interested in it and giving it a go. Yeah. Bad things tend to happen to that person's neurology. Mm-hmm. They get mm. bopped around the head a bunch of times. Even even if you're good, you get bopped around the head a bunch of times. Like listen to Mike Tyson speak. Throwing chairs through bus windows. Yeah. Um, and so he was kind of like, he, he said, sometimes I have to be really harsh with people and tell them like, get out. If you are not dying on the inside Mm. to win, if you are not about being an absolute UFC champion, get the fuck out because you will be competing against other people that are and they will will. kill you Mm. because you are just another rung on the ladder to their destiny. And if you're going to fight someone against their destiny and you ain't got destiny on your side, Mm. now destiny is perceived... But it, but belief but is be- powerful. Yeah, yeah, if you're yeah. fighting against somebody who believes it's their destiny, right? To be so that that's, person. That's where I am. This is my fucking destiny, yeah. right? And, and I will beat you. And I will do it. Away. And I'm not. I, I I cannot. I cannot manifest my destiny if I don't have the balls to say that that's what it is. It's not your destiny. I don't care. Yeah, like that's the funny thing. People will be like, because people, some people might disagree and be like, well, that's silly. Mm. Well, that's not up to you, mm. is it? Mm-hmm. It's and that doesn't mean it's not my destiny to become famous. It's my destiny to do this thing to that perform. I'm doing as far as it will go. That's my destiny. That's my yeah. like. That's my as far dam as you're that I'm wanting I to take it. I'm an otter. That's the dam I'm building. You know, that's this is how it works. Because we all need a purpose. Mm-hmm. So the problem with me is that because I am now living this like f- feeling really fulfilled for time being and. <laughs> For the first time in a really long time, I just don't want to stop working. Yes. Because I have now got this relationship with what I'm doing where 
I, I even managed to reduce my relationship with my musical career to, uh, to um, putting aside what I wanted to do because I better do this gig because that gig's good money. And I better do this thing because we've got this bill coming up. And I better do that thing and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And so I'm like, I'm changing what it is. That's probably because you're not working anymore. Yeah. Well, that's paying part you. of it. But um, they just pay us. No, but the thing is, is, even if I was gigging as much as I was, yeah, I still have the same amount of time to work on yeah, producing music and stuff as I did before. What's like, like, how much time, how much extra time do I really have when all I've lost what is three hours before? on a Friday, three hours on a Saturday, yeah, and three hours doing, on a Sunday? What were you doing on the five other days before? coronavirus fucking around do you remember what you were doing what were you doing i don't know i think i was just sitting around going <laughs> i don't, I don't know, know what i'm gonna do i don't know if i'm projected twin or sean halton i don't know and then i'm sitting there going it really doesn't fucking matter <laughs> so i can enjoy it again and i don't want to stop doing it because the uh, so the weird thing is is i've been saying yes to more things so i'm working on so many collaborations with people, local people, international people. You're working with people and I'm like, why are you doing that? I'm working with this one dude. We're producing a song. He, he messaged me on a Friday. It was the first time I'd ever spoken to him. Was uh, this how she makes me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're right. And we'll have a song finished like tomorrow, tomorrow. or the mm-hmm. next the next day. Yes, and, and it's, it's really good. Rad. Um, it's, yeah. Uh, so the, the problem, the Icarus thing mm-hmm. is because now I'm living what I believe is a life full of mm-hmm. destiny... It's easy for me to forget that you're just going to carry on doing this tomorrow. So you can put this down now. Yeah, you can. Because your destiny will carry on tomorrow. Because you remember, remember you don't want to do anything else. So you'll want to do this tomorrow. Because you have for the last 25 years. (laughs) Yeah. You'll want to do this tomorrow if you take a fucking break now. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, Yes, Chris. uh, Projected Twin is his old band name so he used to release um music under projected twin it is on spotify and youtube yeah yeah yeah, yeah. don't don't youtube sean holton or yeah do. it's dangerous or do if you've got a good couple of hours and you've had a, had a bit of a join or a drink maybe google sean holton and then listen to all the beauties that come yeah, up. i used to do my favorite is fantabulous can you please sing it Fantabulous. I don't even have to. I'm just going to pull dun, dun, it up. Dun, dun, dun. He, yeah, he's like, don't use that song. And I've just outed it. Let's just play this. Who you get taken down for playing this magnificent music? I don't think so. Kalana says, my destiny or fate is what... My take is destiny or fate is what you make it. Not all these events that might be said for you. That's true. Mm-hmm. That's true. It was what you like. And it, it is up to you in the way that it's like what you feel is true for you, not... Oh God! So a long time ago, um, <laughs> Chris, this is for you. A long time ago, I think his name's Chris. Right? Chris is Sophie I, King. I, I think it's, it's Chris. Sophie I hope King. it's yeah. Chris. I hope it's Chris. I'm pretty sure it's Chris. We're, we're gonna find out. Um, a long time ago, I used to be on yes, Fiverr Chris. and I would freelance sing for people, and it wasn't very much money, and I would literally do everything. I like tried a... to use a pseudonym, but again, like I said, if they want to know, if they want to find you, they will find you. Yep. I used a fake name. They still went and released these songs with my actual name. And there's many of them. Mm. It makes me want to bang. You need to be pulling up your shirt. Fantabulous. What? You need to be like pulling up your shirt and stuff at the same time. Mm, mm, mm. Fantabulous. Fantabulous. 
Touching you. Oh, you need to tell him what you're doing. What am I doing? Touching you. Oh yeah, I'm gonna send you a drop. I'm gonna send you a drop. Yeah, Chris. for your for your show, I'm gonna send. I don't know if you guys use audio drops. If you don't, you should be. But I'm you gonna send you this. an. I'm gonna send you an audio drop of the vocal from the darkness song. Yes. So send you on your email. Wow. <laughs> um, while I'm showing things, I might as well. Well, while you're showing things, I'm going to go do a wee. Okay, 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 okay. So I want to show you guys a couple of things. Um, Sneaky little preview of some things that are being worked on. So that song that I was just talking about that I'm working on with my international friend. His name's Chris Lee. Chris Lee on guitar. I actually don't know his full name. We we don't know very much about each other at all. Um, But we're doing a metal tune together. Really, really old school projected twin fans may actually recognize that this is a very, very old projected twin song that was never fully produced. Inspired but running away from myself. Why am I hiding when there is no one else? These dreams aren't real to me And I can feel her inside There's light in this tunnel As two worlds collide Don't know much about her Know how she makes me feel And even I've never Met her, know that she is real. Now you have to tell them what that song's about. Oh, yeah. Well, that was the very first song you ever heard me sing? That was one of the first songs. Yeah, I think so. When I was stalking your YouTube, I saw that song. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. you were so cute in it. No, you heard me play it on the radio. You heard me listen yes, on Radio Adelaide. Yes, we were together. We've just, we hadn't We've started t- dating yet. No, we were just We'd been on a date. Had we? We'd been on the date yeah. that we were went on where we were both like, I don't think she's for me. Yeah, I don't and you were think like, I don't think he's, he's not for my me. kind of guy. I went home to my group of friends after the date and I was like, she's really nice. I don't think it's going to happen. Though, I don't not? think it's going to happen. Were you not into me? Uh, uh, you were into me. Why, why, why would you say that? No, I was so into you. I was just like... I think I was I it's was quitting while I was ahead. You had lettuce on your Plus own. also I was supposed to be moving to America, so I was like, I don't yeah. got time to fall in love with this chick, I just want banger. Did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, yes. Um yeah, you had called you had messaged me saying, I'll be at Radio Adelaide today and then I yeah. was driving with Ben on my phone. I was talking to Ben mm-hmm. on my phone and she was I was also driving listening to my dad's to the show. Yeah, and she was also listening and then yeah, that's when I first heard that song and then I looked it up. Yeah. But so the original version of that song, uh, well, actually, no, the original version of that song sounds like this. So I actually wrote the demo back in 2006 when I was a young man. I had a one-year-old then. How weird. I got the right one. I don't know, man. Oh, yeah. But people will probably 
more so remember it from these days, if I can from the YouTube from the YouTube. So it was actually one of the very first YouTube videos that I ever uploaded. It's just a it's song just of me singing acoustically on in your the, bed. On my bed, yeah. Yeah, and you look really cute in it. Do I? Yeah, yeah. It's the sepia. And then you've got tones that and I you've used. got your um a shorter mustache, and you look a lot younger. Well, I it was, was before I met you. Younger. You were a lot younger. Yeah, it was before I met you properly. You know? Uh, where is it? Can you see it? No. Can you see it? Can you see it? Can you see it? Can you see it? Go down a bit more. It'd be down, wouldn't it? Because it's one of the first ones. Well, I've gone back from like first to last. Down, bottom right there. Ah, here we go. But will they be able to see it? They won't be able to see it, but they'll be able to hear it. So that song used to just sound like this. It goes for seven minutes. Look at your hair. Anyway, so that's the song. Uh, 2000. This dude messaged me on Friday. He was like, let's do something together. We're going to do like an Avenged Sevenfold cover. We're going to do this other thing. And because I'm just like firing ideas, I was driving home and I just remembered that song and I went, I'm just going to send him the track. Mm-hmm. Tell, apologize to him for the, for the recording. It was a long time ago. Mm-hmm. The next morning, he sent me back a fully reproduced, rewritten track and that's what I was playing you before. And now Which I'm was really good. Sing yeah, the yeah, shit yeah. Out thanks, Beck Parker. Hey, also, share you, it in the community if you can. But that song, you reckon, and whether you this is still correct, because you might have just told me this to have me on, but you're like, that song's about you. No, no, I no. Met you. So in a metaphysical way, it's very true. Yeah. 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 I have. So one of the, so the only thing I've ever wanted to do more Good than, morning, than, than be, a, the, be a professional musician was fall in love and get married. That, like, yeah. that was like my first, my first thing that meant the most, which is why I think it was no real... Um, difficulty for me to go, you know what? I'm not going to LA. I'm not going to go to LA anymore. I'm going to st- stay here well, with he this wrote a girl. Song. Yeah. I don't think I'm going to go to LA anymore. Yeah. Uh, so, but you had a dream about a girl. Yeah. I had this dream. Of, I've always had these dreams. I don't have them anymore. It's because you got the gold. Either. But I've always, gold. even from like my earliest memories, I would always dream about this, this female energy that I would fall in love with. Maybe that's where your vagina hole is supposed to be. I think so. I think so. Have you told that story before? Yeah, you have. (laughs) Have I? I'll tell it again then. (laughs) (laughs) I think you have to now. Does everyone want to hear the the story about the man who knew where the hole for his vagina would be? (laughs) (laughs) But if you do. But anyway, you wrote that song. You listened to it. I wrote that song. It's a song about being in love with someone you've never met, but you're pretty sure they exist. Yeah. Yeah. Turns out, did. Yeah. And um, that energy is very much you. It's also very, very weird that I've had those dreams my whole life and that also I used to, like, creep stare at you creepily. At school. At school all the time being like, one day, one day I will be with a girl just like her. One day you'll be with Avril Lavigne. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So I'm like a powerful you Yeah, you've been feeling incredibly manifesto. lucky lately, haven't you? I'm just looking around. What were you saying the other day? You were like, yeah, and I was like, I wanted to have, I wanted a girlfriend that looked Avril Lavigne, and then, then I got, then I got you. Yeah, but when I stopped, <laughs> when I stopped pursuing that, the G'day, weird, mom. the weird thing, the, yeah. the thing, the thing that makes it weird is like I didn't, I didn't go out with you because you reminded me of Avril no. Lavigne. You know, like that was a around about that time Avril Lavigne had 
had had had many many like style changes by then, and yes. I was like not yeah. into it anymore. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm just yeah. I have been feeling lucky because I've just been like looking around, and um, it amazes me. Like I keep catching up to the fact that like every time I look around, everything I've ever wanted is here. That's called gratitude, man. Yeah, that actually does things. Super grateful, but I live in a shit house. <laughs> look, our garden needs some work. Garden's shit. I don't pay. I never pay the the electricity bills in full. Just give them like 15 bucks a week, you know, like, you know, like I'm not. Our cupboards don't have doors on them in the kitchen because it can't put new ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like economically, I'm not winning, but, but it, but it feels like I am. I feel fucking rich. It's weird, isn't it? I know. I feel funny when I walk around and I'm like, oh my God, this place is, we are slobs. Yeah. (laughs) I'm like, I ain't got nothing. But then I'm like, but I'm so happy. Like, I can't believe that we come on here uh twice a week and there's always someone to talk to like i can't believe you guys show up yeah also thank you every week it's more people also a big thank you to our listeners on apple Podcasts, spotify and our youtube uh viewers Mm -hmm. as well we are a proper podcast we are available everywhere um and every time (sighs) some people put our video out and they're like man only 200 views Oh, I'm you know, from sometimes views. I put out a video out and it gets 16 views and I'm like, yeah, yeah, like any, thank fuck anybody watch that at all. Yeah. That's always good. Mm. That's it. That's true. Sorry. I'm just looking at something. I was just, um, trying to find something. To, what are you finding? Uh, I just want to. You just want to. De- can you feel the air though? Ah, oh, but you've got me filled with suspense. I'm so so suspended in anticipation for what you're about to say. Well, it's nothing exciting. Ah, well then, why are you doing it? <laughs> because I needed to. Ah, <laughs> uh, so how are you guys all feeling? Uh, over the last couple of days, conditions got lifted a little bit here in South Australia. I don't really know what that means. Mm-hmm. What's changed? What can we do that we couldn't do before? Parks are open. You can mm-hmm. go to the playground now. Mm-hmm. Um, you go to the playground. What else can you do? I think you're allowed to have gap. I actually, I have looked twice online um, and I can't find anything that actually gives me a list of what you can do in South Australia now. So if anyone knows, please send it to me on the community because mm. I just really want to know if I can pop over to my friends' houses with my kids. And I think you can. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I think that there's a lot of things that have changed. I just haven't kept up with it. Yeah. One thing I want to know, how do the conspiracy theorists keep up to date with what they're allowed to do and what they're not allowed to do? Or do they just not follow it because the virus doesn't exist? What I believe they do, if I base the way that, uh, again, I'm talking about the herd. Mm-hmm. If you are a person that has shared something anti-government, we are not against you may you. not necessarily be part of the herd that I'm talking about. You could be the different one. And that is not <laughs> sarcasm. I really do mean that. Like, you know, do it if you want. Like, just because somebody describes a thing that you've done doesn't mean that they are encapsulating the entire person that you are. Yes. Right. But what was your question? Oh, how do they get their information? The same way, the the same way they get their conspiracies. Reading somebody else talk about it, reading somebody else talk about what the government said they can and can't do. Not going and looking themselves. 
It's the same thing with like Jordan Peterson. All these people that are anti-Jordan Peterson, they've never wat- watched or read a mm, single fucking thing like he said. They've only read hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of articles or videos decimating and it, dissecting and uh, manipulating. It would be like that clip that if somebody clipped that clip of you differently of you talking about all the races that suck. Yes. Yeah. Like that. You know, it'd be, yeah, exactly. It'd be like, so if you, if you didn't know that, we put a clip out a little while ago, which is from an episode a little while back called Race Wars. Uh, and in that That's clip- when everyone's all against China because because of the virus. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Calm yeah. the fuck down. And I went Chinese on this rant where I was like, it. fucking Chinese people are stupid. And I listed all these different <laughs> all the races. races. I listed everyone. And then I went from races to like, to, like social groups to, to, to countries to to whatever, to corporations. And I just basically said that, like, you can you can rest assured that you can characterise everybody with the same stupidity as any of the groups you, you pick out. If you want to pick out, if you want to pick on Chinese people because Chinese people do X, Y, Z, like maybe a bunch of Chinese people do do X, Y, Z. And but a bunch, so do a bunch of, But a bunch like of Australian. white people do X, Y, Z, <laughs> yeah. you know? Like, there's fucking annoying people everywhere you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you can have play dates with one family, said your mum. Play dates with one family. Do I have the parks to? are open again. Playgrounds are open again. Do I have to? Well, that's the other thing is like, I don't really want to go back. Well, I don't think we really will. The people yeah. that we were already seeing were the same people we'll see now. Mm. Yeah, but I think I will probably end up doing half as many of the gigs I was doing. Oh, Lloyd's, sorry. Lloyd says... This is a good topic. Uh, Lloyd says, I don't know where you came from, Lloyd, but hey, how's it going? Lloyd. Have you guys looked much into neuroplasticity? Oh, we are all about neuroplasticity on this podcast because that is all that exists. It's not. But um, I changed my brain with psychedelics, which are very good at uh, neuroplasticity encouragement. Mm -hmm. I got that word all wrong, but that's kind of the jam. Yes. um, They they encourage neuroplasticity. Yeah. Which means you can change your brain. Mm-hmm. There's actually a book called You Can Change Your Brain. There's a few books called You Can Change Your Brain, actually. Mm. Yeah. There's one about psychedelics. There's one about... Uh, how to change your mind. How to change your mind. Yes. Mm. And there's How to Change Your Brain. How to Change Your how Mind. How to Train Your Brain. Michael Poland. Yes. So if you are a psychedelic interest, you have interest in psychedelics, one of the best books to pick up would how be to Michael change your How mind. to Change Your Mind. How, yeah. How to Change the Your new Mind. Science of Psychedelics. By Michael Poland is the most cited book anyone references references because we talk about psychedelics a lot we're part of the australian psychedelic society nix it runs the south australian chapter of the aps um because we talk about this stuff a lot can't remember why i was talking about that mm, the you end. good about night see you later we'll be back on friday <laughs> good night he came from the the ether fully formed oh Whoa. my god lloyd you came from the ether the ether <laughs> that's kind of funny ether. like so when I Ether. so the people who have been in this podcast from the beginning, which is quite a few of you here, there's probably about ten of you or so that are core people who have been here since the first episodes. Mm-hmm. You start to feel like you have an idea of what their personality is like. So each person who comments here, I'm like, oh, I associate this feeling I have of you with this. So when you comment, I get feelings. Yeah. So when certain people comment, I'm like, I have this projection about you. It's always good. Don't worry. This projection about you. And then I, when you comment, I kind of hear it in how I think your voice would sound. It's so weird. 
Do you, you know like internet voice when you, someone's commenting yeah. and they're like, meh, 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 Do they meh, tend meh. to all sound the same or are they different? No, they're different. They mm. all have like a different energy about them. I mm-hmm. wonder if that's energy. More it's gotten energy easier energy. now. It used to be harder because before when you used to read comments and stuff, there wasn't always an avatar attached. So yeah. it was just a, a, a username and, and some, some wording like on Twitter. You can or, tell a lot by people by their profile pictures. You can. So generally people with social anxiety don't have a picture of themselves. Uh-huh. People who are very private don't have a profile picture of themselves. It's usually a cartoon or a picture of their pet. They also often share games. <laughs> share games? Yeah, like, the you know, like Candy Crush. Oh, yeah. Join me for Bejeweled. Candy Crush. Um, yes, uh, but people are generally pretty private. You can tell a lot from a Facebook picture, mm-hmm. in my opinion. What can you tell? What's another type of Facebook picture that you that, that is gives gives <laughs> things away? Is this kind of like the Tinder photo? There's always a well, photo yeah, of a dude Angela. with a tiger. Yeah, there's always a picture of dude with a tiger. I get annoyed when I see pictures of people with their tigers in the thing. I'm like, what? When has it ever been okay to cuddle a tiger? You ain't Joe Exotic. You should read that book, Susan, and then I would like to hear your ideas about them. I bet she reads me as Cartman. Actually, Samuel, you give off the ver- a very calm energy. I don't know why, but... I don't know. Something tells me that you're educated and calm. (laughs) Angela, do I have a blah, blah, blah feeling attached? No, Angela, you have a hilarious feeling attached. You're good quality. (laughs) That's also our neighbor. Yeah. You have an unpredictable quality about you, Angela. I feel, I feel a little, a little like I'm in in the presence of, of a, of a predator but a but a friendly one, a friendly predator. Gonna eat you. A little bit. A little bit. I'm gonna take you over there later. A little bit. Yeah. Now we there's can have energy a... there, Angela. I feel it. It's coming. I feel the energy. <laughs> yeah. Still haven't read all that book yet. Read it, Susan. Yeah, it's a great book. So anytime. So uh, so I have. Uh, we're dancing around all over the place, but I've closed. So you said I am pretty great. Thank you. I've closed my psychotherapeutic practice. I'm not taking on clients. Yes. Um. Uh, but because of all of the psychedelic advocacy and involvement and stuff that we've had, and I might actually still be listed somewhere. Mm, I think you're on the APS one, but I can take that off myself. Yeah. Um, people come to me and ask me if I am a underground psychedelic therapist. Which you are not. And I'm not an underground psychedelic therapist. I've never been an underground psychedelic therapist. I don't have any intentions of ever being an underground uh, um, uh, psychedelic therapist. I have plenty of intentions of one day, if the climate allows for it, to be an above ground psychedelic therapist. Yes. I think. More of a sitter. A sitter, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, because I was re- I was watching a. It's completely off topic, I know, but I was watching a, a like an interview with Rosalind Watts, who's is she's one of the psychiatrists over at the Imperial College of London. She's been doing all the psychedelic research study. Even she, she said, you're, you're not really doing anything. You just sit there, like you've got all the information in case things go wrong. You have the training to provide introspection and to keep people on track, mm. but generally they don't need you you're literally sitting there keeping them safe bringing them food and water and and their dosage you're just there to maybe turn a light on every now and then keep them safe get them to sit in a different room keep them warm or whatever you know just like just just um another just just to be a local manifestation of some calm and mm-hmm. support, you know, like if, yeah. if the, if you're, if you're in a vulnerable, cause sometimes when you do these things, you end up in such a vulnerable 
state that you just mm. need to be able to look over and see someone that you inherently on the inside feel like that person's got, got me. me. They got me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Underground psychedelic therapist kind of sounds the same as street pharmacist. <laughs> <laughs> it kind of does, yeah, doesn't it? A little bit. It does. Very but there much. are people who do it underground and they are risking a lot by doing that. And that's just not really something that we're willing to risk. And some of them are doing incredible work, but yes. I'm not putting myself and my you would go to jail for life. If someone died, you'd go for to jail. life. You would. Yeah, man. You'd be horrible. I think I'd go to jail for life, even if someone didn't die. Yeah, but if I think you, it's pretty fucked. If you sexually assault someone, you'd only go to jail for like a week. Have either of you done a hero <laughs> dose? What Terence McKenna called a five gram voyage. I personally felt it has helped massively with my ADHD. Mm. How yes. have they helped yourself in regards to perspective oh, related to your mental health? How long you health? got, Lloyd? How so long we have you done got? heroic doses. We have broken through yes. a number of times. We, I've only used um i've never done a heroic dose of mushrooms however no but that is something i would like to do one day um but the the psychedelics we have used is lsd we started with lsd we have used mushrooms both for fun and therapeutically and um dmt mm -hmm. the so yesterday we an were talking MDMA, about an mdma not a classic classically, a classically a psychedelic. A psychedelic so i have actually been thinking about the different and the way that the different drugs have served me right you keep doing that because i got a wee okay so you tell your truth lsd when i was tr wanted to try lsd it was when i was ready to die i was ready i was searching the room for places to hang myself and end it all so it was very very dark and i'm sorry if that makes you upset but that's my truth and i'm gonna say it um and so lsd enabled me to see where i got in my own way to see that i was the creator of all of this and that i was causing my own problems by not letting go and forgiving myself um, i found it to be very much to um lsd taught me how to deal with the external things that had happened to me to try and um sort it out on the inside sort of thing but then um mushrooms was a lot more introspective so it was less about the external world of what had happened to me and it was more about what i was doing to myself so in my mushroom trip i sat with two child selves of me because i had um sexual trauma as a child for six years which is quite extensive a lot of conditioning and a lot of unconditioning needed to happen so i sat on a one mushroom dose um, and so this is where I think that mushrooms will give you the trip that you need, not the one that you're expecting. Um, and so I had had one mushroom, which shouldn't trip you over the edge, but it did. And I spent four hours with my head on a table talking to two child selves who were trying to convince me that I don't need to punish them anymore and that they are not at fault and that they need forgiveness. And so I gave them that forgiveness during that trip, which was incredibly beneficial for me and my relationship with my daughter. Funnily enough, it really connected me with the child self of me and it was a lot of internal inner child forgiveness. So then after that, I was feeling quite lost for a good six months. I was feeling really like, because who, who are you? If you've lived with trauma your whole life, it's really scary to eradicate that trauma and then try to find out who your, what your identity is without that trauma playing part. And so... I was a bit lost and I had like, I was feeling really unsettled. I was feeling confused. I didn't know who I was. I was so good. I was just, I'm like a ball. I was good, but I was a ball of like confusion and loss and I just didn't know who I was. So then when we turned to, I, I had the opportunity to try DMT. It just happened out of nowhere and it just happened as it did. And I spent probably the, the week leading up 
meditating twice a day. I was looking after myself. I was eating, meditating. Um, I put, I would write things everywhere because I was terrified because I'd heard about DMT, even though it only lasts 15 to 20 minutes, even less for me. Um, yeah. Anyway, so the thing I went into DMT asking was, who am I? I want to know who I am. That's all I want. That's all I need is I just need to know who I am. And I was incredibly oblivious to what would come out. And as I headed into the trip, I had the overwhelming, which is a lot of people have is very overwhelming. It's insane. The reality of it is and as real, if not realer than this one. Um, and I felt at home. It's at a higher fidelity it's than bizarre. this reality. It's yeah. like this reality is standard definition and where you, know, you go is HD. HD. Yeah. 4K, man. Yeah, it was crazy. Um, but I, and I'd gone in there with that question. I didn't directly ask that question, but when I was leaving, they were saying to me, you're not ready yet. When I say they, these are the voices, my voices, whatever voices they might be. Um, we're saying things like, um, you are exactly who you believe yourself to be. You are exactly who you believe yourself to be, which to me translated as you can be anyone, whoever, whoever you think you want to be, you can be. And all you have to do is just try and be that. Which also extrapolates into you are in exactly the world you think you're in. Yes. Which is why if you think you are in a world surrounded That's by right. conspiracy and deception and they're coming for you, then that is your reality. Yes. And I defy anybody to break that for you. Yeah. yeah. So so I found that LSD helped me with the external things that had happened. Psilocybin helped me with the internal things that happened. And DMT helped me um, solidify the, the person that I believe I am. And they, you know, and they show and DMT in, in, within that saying who I am, who I believe I am. When I came out, that wasn't where I did. When I came out, that's not where I decided who I was. It was when I was in the DMT trip before I left that I was like, I am all of it. Mm -hmm. I am all of this. I am all of love. I am all the shit parts. I'm all the greatness. I am all of your shit and that shit. And I am all of the great. And that's what I got from it. So like it, it sent me out with the. The idea that I can be the literally the anything I want, but also this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So about three months before we actually started regularly live streaming, uh, I did DMT for the first time. I broke through. Uh, my question that I went in with was not who am I, but what am I meant to do? And the answer that I got in a very abstract way after flying across weird necromantic realms mm -hmm. with like like green glowing necromance like fucking sorceresses i flew <laughs> uh okay i'll break it down for you so very quickly i do it the person that was assisting me to do it the guide per se sitter experienced traveler, someone that had been there before me, mm. uh, is sitting there. I, I, I try my hardest to get three big tokes in. Mm -hmm. I think I only got two. Yeah, you did. And then mouthed a third one. and bleh. The entire, I'm looking at the guy, the, the sitter, the entire reality, literally, this is ringing in my ears. This lasted 15 minutes. 
my whole body is heating up. It's vibrating. I feel like I'm going to burst apart, but everything around me just bursts apart. And then I go, holy shit. I've been, so I've done lots and lots and lots, not weeks, not months, but maybe a good year or so of researching other people's experiences mm. with this. So I was very informed. The thing about DMT is that even though once you're in the DMT realm, literally anything kind of goes, but the orientation of DMT seems to be the exact same experience for everyone, you know? Mm. So as these things were going on, I was like, there's the ringing, <gasps> there's the vibrating. There was a, the part of my mind was still conscious of. How much do of, you think that could be created by the things that you'd read though? Not at all. Yeah, because everyone's different. My trip was incredibly different. To not yours. at all. I had no control over that. No yeah. control over what was yeah. happening. None at all. The reality just smashed into thousands of bits. Like the person in front of me just exploded, but he didn't explode. Everything projecting him there and everything around him exploded. And then I went, oh, my God. Okay, this is the bit where I guess I close my eye and then my eyes open somewhere else where I'm floating over planets. I'm in space. I'm like didn't you go past moving some Egyptian so fast. There's, there's like a weird pyramid it's nighttime in some like weird like egyptian hieroglyphic area and there's this woman like a some sort of like warlocky witch with like a big green scepter and she's watching me float over the top and i'm That's watching all this stuff cow. go on then all of a sudden it's like flashes you know and then all of a sudden i just very gently and softly just <sighs> i land in what I can only describe as an observation room to observe children. It's full of weird alien toys and, toys and the way that the light. There is no shadow. There's no shadows, but there are different tones of color depending on the way I look at things. I'm completely alone. There's no one around. I'm, I feel like maybe I'm being observed. Anyway, remembering I went in with this question of like, what am I meant to do? I also have this other weird moment of um of being at a computer terminal of some kind where i'm looking at and again one of the the other things that i'm open to about um about psychedelics is literally everything become everything leading up to you doing the the trip mm -hmm. becomes relevant is part of the content everything you've been reading about thinking about talking about people you've been around things you've been worrying about it's all there it yeah. all gets served up um and, and um you were talking about dmt yeah i can't remember what bit i was oh, on no. anyway so uh that's crazy seeing all this shit it's like there's like there's well, one so you're point at the control deck I'm at the control deck and I can only, and, and something within me, it's not a thought. I can't tell whether I'm thinking it or whether it's being communicated to me from some other thing because I feel like I'm in the presence of other things, mm -hmm. but I can't see them. On top of that, like, I'm the sort of person that if I put my head underwater, I lose my breath for a second. Mm -hmm. It takes me a moment to orient. So when I learned to scuba dive, it would take me ages to be able to stop my... Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You know, and so I had that experience in the DMT room. That's realm. what happened to me as I was going in. Yeah. And then it just stopped. And so because of that, <laughs> I believe that because like, but on the outside, so calm, peaceful. Yeah. This is all happening internally. My body he is was not like this. actually hyperventilating. I'm, I'm manifesting the 
the I'm manifesting the perception of hyperventilating in your human in body. A, yeah, in some realm. Some realm, whether it just be within my head, because I still fully existed, even though I was bodiless and formless and whatever. Like I still existed, even though it was disorienting, even though I lost track of time. I things died. were moving, speeding up. Yeah, I thought I was going to die. My life flashed before my eyes. I saw an image of my daughter as I was drifting off to death and I was like, but I want to see how things turn out for her. You know, I want to <laughs> Not the boys, screw that. I want to see her grow. Um, I think it's just because she's the youngest yeah, and yeah. she's my little girl. Yeah. Anyway, so I come out remembering that I went with a question of like, what am I meant to do? And then the answer kind of gets given to me by this weird alien scorpion fish thing in this last little realm that I went to where this thing is just, just like... It was really scary at first for you, wasn't it? The... And then it scared me at first. And then that's when I realized that the way I felt about what I was looking changed what it did next. So mm. when I started to feel afraid of this thing, it got scarier. But I've been practicing for this a long time. Mm -hmm. uh, and so I was able to catch that and be catch like, the vibe. you know what? Mm. That thing's fine. It's okay. I can love it. And then as soon as I went, I can love this scary creature, this just rainbows and just color and light and warmth and just like yeah, fucking feeling like incredible. And I started saying, oh, oh my God, out loud. Yeah, you guys can hear me because I'm starting to come to now. Oh my God, what an incredible system. And the system that I'm praising is this system inside of me that remembers to breathe without me telling it to, that remembers mm. to make my heart beat without me telling it to, you know, because I felt like I almost went back of house and like started up with this system. Let's get the breathing autonomy going. Let's get the heart rate yeah. autonomy going. Let's get the 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 veins like, circulating blood mm -hmm. properly. Like I had to restart everything. And then as I was coming out, I was having a conversation with something, my higher self. Mm, I don't know. Whatever it is. Right. Uh, and it's going, it basically goes, whatever you want. What are you meant to do? Whatever, whatever you, you want. want. And as my ego is slowly reforming itself, this golden coin comes out in front of me and it symbolizes music and it's spinning and I can come out and grab it. And it's like, come on, man, you know, you just want to do music. All that other shit is just to prove to other people that you're worth the salt you're made by because for some reason being a musician makes you feel like you're not mm. um, because what a waste of time. Right. Mm. Uh, and uh, never has been. Turns out it's literally manifested every single thing in my life that I can appreciate. Yeah, I would never have gone out with you if I hadn't seen that white wedding video. <laughs> so as this coin is spinning in front of me and it's going music, you can have that. My ego very quickly reforms and smacks that coin away and goes, nah, you don't want to do that. And then I spent the next uh, six months sad. Six months sad. But then I've basically, since then, over the last two years, been in this process of defying the my fear. I don't want to. I don't know. I don't. I don't stop pursuing music because I don't think I'm good at it, or because I don't think because I don't love it. Mm. I stopped doing it because I think I'm not going to be successful. I stopped doing it because I think it's going to be the thing that is the reason people can't rely on me. I stopped yeah. doing it because I think it's going to be the reason that I can't support the people that I love. And it's so fucking ungrateful. Well, it is because you've been supporting us that whole time doing that, you dickhead. Yeah. Anyway, anyway so that was my experience. My experience is way cooler. <laughs>
Uh, your mum said, that's why they call it psychedelics. How do you know it's real though? Well, that's the thing, Nanny, you don't. But what it is, it's about what it means to you and about how you integrate the experience and the things that you learnt afterwards into your life. Yeah. It's not about the trip. It's about what you integrate afterwards. It's the same thing with the tarot card. So a lot of people want to debate and get stuck on the debate of like, tarot cards is it happening real? in your mind? Or are you actually transcending something? Yeah. You know, with the, the psychedelics. And the same thing with the tarot cards. It's all just, it's all suggestion. It's like and, a dream. And... Well, because here's the other thing. Demo. Oh, because I have, because I have this whole like into this whole um, like unified conscious field thing. Mm -hmm. I can't. It's something's net, not Occam's razor, but like Orem's net or something like that. I can't remember the proper name for it. I know something like that. But it's basically it's the net of consciousness and like the the points in which the they cross on the net. As like a node and each one of those nodes is like an individually conscious being, but it's all part of the same singular net. And so like, I believe that to be true, mm. uh, but I'm also like happy to let that go too. If, yep. if somebody presents me a better, another... better idea, um, not that there aren't better ideas out there, but that one just like from that one what I've been to me. F- fucking with, that makes sense to me. Um, but same thing, like with psychedelics, tarot cards, it doesn't matter whether you believe a- they're magic or not. Can you get something out of the experience you had that's going to get you being a kind of person that makes you tolerate yourself? If so, yes. Who gives a fuck? Yeah. Um, Chris asks, do you think you learn to control your emotions? Yes. Mm. Um, it the psychedelics helped us learn where it shows you the parts of yourself that you're refusing to look at that get in your way from moving forward in your relationships, which has a lot to do with emotional regulation and control. And it shows one of the you things, how it, much. Sto- it makes you stop punishing yourself yeah. for feeling shitty. It just makes you stop punishing yourself for responding to that person in the wrong way because you're just human. Mm-hmm. Um, what it shows you is that like we're just all the same person trying to do the same thing and we actually sometimes we don't deal with it very well. And and so over time you start like you might start having those responses, but when you start using psychedelics, they go, Oh, that response to that. Everything is responses. Everything my in when in one of my psychedelic trips, the first LSD trip we did, I've got I had this very this and this is where I realized I was getting in my own way was when I would talk to Sean and Sean would instantly react and not necessarily consciously so the way i would see sean react to me wasn't his doing like his responding to every action that i would put out and every like little flinch he would respond to without knowing he was responding and so then when i started like and we would talk and you would respond in a certain way that i wouldn't think that's not very sincere but then the next time he would respond was more sincere and so there was all this like constant feedback during this trip i was having and then i was starting to think of like well, I'm putting that out like in, in real world, in reality, when you're not tripping on LSD, if you're putting responses to to other responses out there, it's just responses and reactions consistently. If you're putting out there this like eerie, dark, negative response, you'll receive it back. It's just constant feedback. That's what that trip was showing me. It was like if you project this onto Sean and, if, mm. and, and he's going to respond in the same way. So if I was being insincere, you would respond with insincere. Yeah. If I was um, speaking truth or reacting truth in my body, even the movements we were doing, yeah. were respond. You were responding to my movements. Yeah. And it was this really eerie 
thing that really has stuck with me.、Mm. Everything has a response. It's like your dreams. It's trying to use whatever symbolic. It's, it's, it's something inherently from within you. Even if you. Even if you don't subscribe to the idea that you're connected to something bigger than you, that doesn't, that doesn't undo the potential、no. for this work for you. You also don't even have to do the psychedelics at all. For a lot of people far smarter and more put together than I, just hearing people's psychedelic stories can be transformative enough. Watching a movie is a psychedelic experience.、Yeah. Watch it like you are being, especially if you're invested, if it's a really good one and it's got good world building and it sucks you in and you're pulled into. To it, you're in another place,、mm. and and most of those movies, a lot of the time, somebody's trying to tell you something through the art of, of three act storytelling.、Um, and your psychedelic trips are very, very much the same. Yeah, there's a beginning, middle, and an end. I had that, that weird fish thing that was scaring me, and the more afraid of it, the, the bigger and scarier it got. It was a different. Way of teaching me, me that same、mm. thing, and that same thing is is it's giving you an experience of knowing how submitting to your emotions affects the world that you think you're living in,、yeah. and that and that you actually have a choice, you can develop a way to sift through your emotions because most of us don't、set. realize this, but your emotions aren't always reactory. Like, if if somebody close to you dies, you're going to be pretty upset and sad about it, sometimes, nothing bad happens at all. You're pretty upset and sad about it. That's because <laughs> your emotions are just as random as the thoughts that you go, Where did that one come from?、Yeah. And what we do is we have this backlog of information that is just ready to match the emotion that I'm feeling now. Yeah, we always want、I、to find、shit. a reason. Where's a problem that attaches that? Oh, it's this fucking person. Yeah, it's your fucking fault I'm grumpy now. Yeah. It's like, No, that's, that's not, no, that's、mm-hmm. not it. Mm hmm. Um, Lloyd says, Joe Rogan talks, this is talking about reacting to your experience. Joe Rogan talks about almost the same experience. He expressed it as an understanding that the energy you implant into the universe grows on its own energy. In the same notion, our attitudes influence our lives through continued roots of influence. That's right.、Hmm. I haven't actually heard Joe Rogan talk about DMT. I know everyone says that Joe Rogan always talks about DMT. There's a great、um, supercut of him. Just like, you ever tried DMT? Look, what about DMT? Have you ever tried DMT? Have you ever tried DMT? DMT? Asking Bernie Sanders, have you ever tried DMT? <laughs> it, it, it was my favorite. Like, I know that all the, other, all the other experiences I had got me past the trauma, which was incredibly important. But I do believe that I did all of these, these, these medicines in the right way.、Um, and for me,、um, and they've all just been so transformative. But the one that just nailed it in the coffin for me was DMT. The idea of doing DMT again scares the pants off me, though. The idea of tripping scares the pants off me. The difference between DMT and all the other psychedelics I've had is all of the other psychedelics I've had, even though I've had crazy experiences on them, some evangelical experiences, I'm not a Christian、um, or a Catholic or practicing Any anything. Any religions.、Uh, was that when you do those ones, you. Can still lean into, yeah, but I'm on a drug. This is being、yeah. augmented. The world that I'm living in is being fucked with. And so when things go back to normal, you kind of have this relationship with it where you're like, that was fun. I saw some crazy shit, but I was intoxicated. Yeah. Right? When you do DMT, 
You're just it's so real. like this has nothing to do I with anything. I know. Yeah. Fuck all about anything because this is realer than anything I've. I had a really ever hard done. time um, after DMT for the yeah. first six months. Um, so I really, even though I went in and it's been great since, uh, the first six months after my DMT trip <laughs> actually um, really made me feel not of this world so i felt like for six months straight i was living between dimensions and i couldn't immerse myself in this reality because i was still partly immersed in that right reality and they're like oh my god mm-hmm. is that where i come from like <laughs> you know like i'm i don't know where we come from but if that's where i come from i like that place and it's real nice and i'm pretty sure that's where i'll go when i die mm-hmm. um and i do believe that like i even if no one else believes that that's where i like to believe that i came from and that's where i will go when i die with those little beings that i hung out with um but what was i saying it was the best one. So I don't know about that. I oh, th- and a lot. Of, sorry, and because of its short life and the um, oh my godness of DMT, a lot of people talk about how they don't uh, they don't have a chance to integrate the experience of DMT because it's so quick and so like surprising that people are too shocked to de- integrate and so abstract. So abstract, yeah. So some there's parts of my DMT trip. DMT trip. This is this is why it confuses me. So there's parts of DMT trips that are very same for everyone. So there's always a bit of a clowny theme, mm. clowny mm-hmm. like you know um, carousels mm-hmm. and um, elves and toys. So mm-hmm. you and I both had toys, but very different experiences. I didn't fly over no no nothing. Like I just was in a place. Mm-hmm. Then I died and I opened my eyes in another place. And then they we said goodbye. I left sort of thing mm-hmm. um yes but it was very difficult but mm-hmm. yeah because of the short life people don't find that they can and that's why they prefer the longer lasting 5-meo dmt uh-huh yeah it's only like 30 minutes mm. yeah but some people can make it longer i don't know how yeah i don't know yeah. <laughs> Where's the swear jar? Yeah, sorry, Alec. Yeah. The jury's out. This guy, get out of here, mate. Especially with mushrooms. Mushrooms seem to have a weird kind of intelligence to them where, like, they don't <laughs> care whether you pop one of them or ten of them. If they want one to be a breakthrough trip, yep. it will be. If they want ten of them to give you 30 minutes of some melting, that's what you'll get, mm. you know? Yeah, well, yeah. Like I was saying when you left the room, I was like, I had one mushroom that day. Mm. One. And I was tripping for four hours. Other times I've had more than that mm-hmm. and been fine. Mm-hmm. No problem at all. Mm-hmm. So I think a lot of the time psychedelics give you the trip that you need if you've got the intent behind it. Yeah. But it's time to go. This one went quick. It did because mm. it was good. Time goes by real fast when you're manic. Yeah, it does. <laughs> but I'm not manic. No. But maybe by association. Maybe by association. Mm. Yes, 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 yes. So thanks for joining us today. It was great to see some new names it was. here today, actually. Um, we'll be back on Friday. We will. And are you doing any live gigs this week? Uh, I don't know. I'm doing... So I've you got put in so... my moon music on. Yeah, because you're going to do a reading before we go. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I have so many videos coming out. Yeah, so if you at want... At the moment. Where are you putting them out? Instagram? So Instagram, Instagram is the best place to follow me if you are interested in my music and you want to know what I'm doing. Instagram is the best place to check me out because I pretty much put little updates and just little glimpses of things on there daily. I'm working on a whole bunch of different stuff at the moment, so there's mm-hmm. lots of Chris different stuff. Chris is going to be all there. over that. 
going to be all over that. Uh, See you at Pickup, Sheree. But the big ones, uh, I have a YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash Sean Holton, or a Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash Sean Holt book. That is where you can see full-length music videos when they come out. But if you would like the insider perspective, then check me out on the gram. Yeah, boy. All right. Our group card reading for today, guys. For anyone who's new here, we do oracle card readings every now and then. I know it's a load of crap, but it's good fun, and you might get some from it. may not be magic. It may not be magic, but it might be helpful. Yeah. All right. So this first card is what your soul wants you to know today. Today, it is time to take a break. Life is work, not a season. Get off the treadmill, which is essentially saying, look, there's plenty of time to do your goals. Mm -hmm. You don't need to do it all today. Mm. Like, it's work. It's all work. Monday to to Sunday, it's all work. It doesn't Mm -hmm. matter. Mm -hmm. So if you're working on yourself, it takes time. You're working on your goals, it takes time. All right. And then in order to action that, you need to find out where you belong. It's important for you to find out where you belong um, because it is. That's what you get. That's the card now. Just another manic Monday. Wish it was Sunday. Oh, oh, that's my fun day. All right. Well, we'll see you guys on Friday. I'll see you at Pickup Shree. And uh, I'll see you on next week, Danny. Be good to yourselves. And each other. Don't be a jerk. Unless you have it's to. necessary. Unless it's absolutely necessary. Mm. Don't even be a jerk to the to the to the people on Facebook. <laughs> have lunch with them. Have lunch with them instead. <laughs>